Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, I've got a guest, and I'm going to bring to you for Tell Dell, who <clears throat> lives in the San Antonio area. And uh, currently owns two apartment complexes and uh, three single-family houses, although has owned as many as eight houses. And uh, this lady's story is interesting. i got to get some things out of her that I don't know personally because this is an individual that I have not spent a lot of time with. Uh, so i got to get a lot of personal information out of her. So let's get into this right now. I've got some interesting things I'd like to ask her. So welcome to the show, Pamela Flynn. Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me. So, do you like to go by, do you prefer Pam or Pamela? Which is your favorite? Oh, Pam is fine. Pam is fine? Okay. Very good. Just, I know how some people in, call me Delbert when my, my my real name is Delbert, but I prefer Del. just bugs me when I hear it, so I don't do the same thing to you. <laughs> so, um, what age did you realize you had entrepreneurial spirit? Let's start out at that very beginning. I mean, what about as a young girl? Did you see anything going on that said, hey, I'm going to be my own person? Well, it wasn't quite like that, but but I would say it, in my teens, I started really having a, a wandering spirit and just decided to see the world, take a little bit of pack, that kind of thing. But as, as far as the entrepreneurial part, um, you know, it didn't really happen until until a little later in life when when my dad passed away from cancer, and he passed away at fifty nine, and he'd worked all his life climbing poles, fixing fixing lights for the power company, and he was just looking forward to those golden years. And right at the door, he passed away. He never got to get those. And it, it was a, a crushing blow, and I thought, that could happen to any of us. Why are we working our lives away to to hope for those few years we get later on in retirement? That's a bad plan. Hope is not a plan. So it's I painful when you look at it that way. You do something else. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. No, I started questioning things. So um, let's go through your life. You went to college. Obviously, you're an engineer. You had to have gone to college. Where'd you go to college at? And how many years did that take out of your life? I'm, I am from upstate New York, and I went to the SUNY College of Environmental Science and Forestry and graduated with a master's degree. And that that took, oh gosh, seven years out of my life. But it was, it was seven years well spent. You know, I became pretty well-rounded. And after that, I decided I wanted to move to Japan and learn Japanese. So I did that for a few years and then came back and forgot it all. <laughs> Never got to use it. And then I started, I started really developing my, my career. So I got a job in the cement and concrete industry. And uh, I, really, I really worked hard at that job. I, I put my blood, my sweat, my tears, my soul into it. And after 
five years, somebody I didn't even know laid me off. And I was like, how, how can this happen? You know, don't you see how hard I work for you? I did such a good job. How can you lay me off? But that's how it is in the corporate world. So at the time, I had just gotten married. I had bills. In a, you know, I hadn't really established myself. So I was like, wow, I'm never going to let this happen again. So that's when I started looking into real estate. And, and I found a job in Texas. My husband and I moved to Texas. Um, he had a tremendous skill. He was really good at renovating houses. So we bought our, our first house, oh gosh, about 13 years ago and started flipping houses. And unfortunately, our marriage didn't last, but I just really loved making those ugly, nasty houses beautiful, and I kept doing it. So then one day I realized that I'd really like to go full-time real estate, but in order to do that, I was going to have to somehow come up with 25 more houses in order to to pay my way to be able to support me. So I was like, how the heck am I going to do that? And, And that's when I discovered Lifestyle. Interesting. So <clears throat> your your husband was the renovator, got you interested in it. Now, the story I question I wanted to ask you, the story I wanted to hear was, I got the perception from your resume that you had lived in these. You were moving into these trashed out houses and fixing them up and living in them. Or did I get that wrong? Were you fixing up a trashed out house, then moving into it? How did that work? No. Well... So the, the first house, no, it didn't happen that way. But then after that, I realized, you know, I could fix it up a little bit. As soon as it was habitable, I happened to move into it and live in it for two years and then sell it without having to pay capital gains because at the time that was how it worked. So that's what I did five times, five times. I'm, I'm about to do it again, but the tax law changed, so I'm not sure I could get away with that anymore. But that's how I really built myself up, in addition to doing a couple of flips on the side. So did they change the tax law from two years to five years now you have to live in? Is that what the change was? That's what the change was. You know, and actually tomorrow there's a webinar on that through Lifestyles that I'm going to listen to and, and nail down all those details. But, but yeah, that's kind of a drag. So but I'm going to move anyway. I'm just used to it now. <laughs> you are the wandering spirit, aren't you? So, <laughs> so the the husband thing didn't work out. Were there any kids in the picture? No kids, no kids. Okay, so that was probably good. Don't want to put put down kids, but at least it made it easier for the the two of you to go your separate ways. So when you guys broke up, who got the houses? Well, I guess nothing ever happens the way you think it's going to. So he got the house. That was our first rental. I got another house. And then later on, he and I are still very good friends. Later on, he sold it back to me, and that's the house I live in right now. I live in my very first flip, which is bizarre. <laughs> I knew the story had some, some twists and turns in it. I just couldn't wait to hear it all. All right, so we're living in that house now. You're working, and uh, you you uh, lost the job that this person you didn't even know fired you. And you're, you're already into seven years of college. You've got two years traveling abroad to Japan is what I picked up there. And then you had another five years at this job and then the hacks. What did you do after the hacks? So after the hacks, I began to question everything. And, you know, this isn't cool. 
So I don't like working for somebody else. If I put my, my heart and soul into it and then some person who doesn't even know me gives me the ax. But I still had to have a job. So I had a very niche job, and the only place I could find another job just like it was Texas. So moved to San Antonio and started flipping houses here, too. Now, is that job, that engineering job, in the concrete business? Is that what you're saying? It is a cement and concrete. And, and strangely enough, after working at that job, it was a good company. After working there for 13 years, uh, we... We bought out our larger competitor, and because we did that, they took us over, kind of convoluted, and most people in our company got laid off, including me, and that was last July 21st. So wow. that, was, that was really nice. That was very exciting because I, I kind of wanted that to happen. You want to know how small this world is? My ex-wife's sister's husband... <laughs> He's a part of that company that fired you. Uh, he's the comptroller. So that's how small the world oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a terrible <laughs> thing. I hate to tell you yeah. that, that some, some, but this is an ex-wife, so you, you can't blame me. It's just I got rid of him long ago because maybe that was the reason I knew they were going to do something bad to you. <laughs> but either way. So they, well, it wasn't they, bad. It wasn't bad. They, and they, they did fire me. They laid me off. They laid us all off, and they gave us very good severance. So they, you know, for all those years, they took good care of me, but I still had to work for somebody else, and I was still on somebody else's time. So I am glad that they laid me off. It was a great opportunity. Well, that's and a very good place to take a break enough, right now. That's a very good okay. place to take a break. If you want to call up and ask Pam a question, our number here is 877-711-5211. She's got a great story. We're going to get into her real estate here when we come back from the break. So 877-711-5211. We'll be right back with Pam Flynn and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life-changing principles in just a few minutes. Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 25 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they've won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 10 of the last 10 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com to access our free live training event schedule. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Pam Flynn out of San Antonio. Pam, let's pick this up here. Uh, where would you consider your real estate career really starting? Was it after you got laid off or you were still working and you started building your portfolio? How did that work out time-wise? It was when I moved to Texas back in about 2004. So that's when I started building my single-family portfolio. But it didn't – I was working a lot plus renovating houses. I had no free time. So I would say it didn't really happen for me until after I got laid off. <laughs> By then, you know, I had the, the means and the knowledge through the club to, to go to the next level and do it for a, a career. Now, what year did you get laid July. off? What year? July of this year? 
Okay, so let's, July, let's clarify. July of 2017. Okay, 2017. Now, let's clarify this for everybody. <clears throat> I don't think they can get the picture from the way we've described it so far. You had a full-time job as an engineer, which in your resume it says it took a lot of hours. You worked a lot of hours, and you traveled with that job. In addition to that, you were with the Army Reserve. So that took, what, one weekend a month? I don't know how, how often that is. And then in addition to that, you were renovating houses. I mean, are we talking to a lady who had no life at all other than work? Well, I had, I sort of had a life, but I, I am a workaholic. <laughs> so I've tried to change my, my ways, but, but yeah, I was a busy woman. I worked weekends, I worked nights, I worked days, I worked a lot. Man, I almost feel like we need to give you a chip, you know. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> Hi, Pam. I guess I can see the meeting of all the workaholics getting together with you because I was one of those. I was working, you know, the same long hours, and you just don't have a life and don't realize you don't even have You don't even realize you don't have a life. When do you do your laundry, you know? When do you do anything that normal people do every day just isn't there? So you started renovating these houses. What was your theory behind that? What was your approach? <laughs> my theory behind that was I didn't want to have all my eggs in the corporate basket ever, ever, ever again. And I knew that I, I knew I wanted to do this because at the time I was married and my husband had this great talent. So we just kind of jumped in and did it because I didn't know about lifestyles back then. So we made some mistakes and. My, my thought was we were just going to keep doing this and get more and more houses, and then if I ever got laid off again, I, would, I wouldn't be caught with my pants down so badly like I was the first time, so to speak. I'd have a little bit of, of income, of passive income, without having to work, and it wouldn't hurt as much. Okay. And um, this worked out until what point? When did, when did you make the big change? I guess the other way to ask it is maybe this is clearer. What prompted you to look into Lifestyles Unlimited? Since you already had a plan, what was the prompt? Well, I, I started thinking, oh, my God, it's going to take me the rest of my life to get enough single-family houses to, to live comfortably. And then someone introduced me to Lifestyle. And it was it was my hairdresser, actually. Her and her husband were members. So she's like, hey, you need to, you need to go to one of those meetings. So I did. And it was... It was a breath of fresh air because all of a sudden I was with like-minded people because prior to that, everybody thought I was nuts for doing this. So, like, don't waste your time with that. It's a risk, you know, and certainly keep contributing to your 401k and, and everybody at Lifestyles already saw the way I was thinking. And that was three years ago. That was uh, 2015. That That's I funny and then they, Do you bring that up that people thought you were crazy for stopping your 401k? That's something I believe my whole life, and you picked it up on your own. That's pretty pretty sharp to see that. Thank you. So, um, okay, when you first came, did you come to a case study or a free introductory workshop? What, what was your first touch? It was a free introductory workshop. And, and then after that, I took the two-day seminar with Dave Fisher, and it was awesome. I loved it. Now, I'd love to ask this question. This is probably some of my favorite questions to ask is when you go to the two day, this is, you know, 16 hours of water coming out of a fire hose you're trying to pick up. 
Um, but yet there's somewhere along the line within the first day or the second day, or sometimes people have two days worth of epiphanies, the light goes on and you see the epiphany. This is it. This is what I'd been missing. This is what I need to do. Where did that happen for you in the two day? For me, it happened on the second day because I'd already been doing single family for, for 10 years. And the first day was, you know, showing me in a nutshell, everything that I'd taken 10 years to learn. So I kind of already knew that. And then the second day was like, oh, this is how I can make it happen. This is how I don't need 25 more houses to do this for a living and not work for somebody else anymore. It was, it was pretty cool, actually. What part of the ideas were the light bulb? What, what made you go, wow, that's what I was missing that I couldn't figure out on my own? Well, so the, the, the second day, of course, is multifamily. And Dave started talking about how the, the value of a multifamily property is not based on comps. You know, oh, my two-bedroom house sells for X dollars because the one down the street did. It's based on how well financially it does. So you're not limited in that way anymore. And then he just talked about, you know, all, what you could do with it and how you could escalate the income, how you could buy a, a distressed property. And and it was everything I already loved to do. I already had my foot in the door, and, and that was it for me. So you came out of the two-day immediately thinking that was what you were going to jump into was the apartments? Yes. Immediately. So what was your plan? My, my plan was to get myself together and, and join, which it took a few months, but I did. And then as soon as I joined, I just wanted to jump in and do it. So I found a 12-unit that was for sale, and I bought it along with two other investors. And it was a, a distressed property. It was owned by an older gentleman who did everything himself and never actually did any background checks, so it was full of riffraff. So I started working on that, and uh, that was my get-my-feet-wet property. And I, I learned quite a bit. I managed it myself, and it, it's actually come a long way. It's a nice place now. So I learned quite a bit with that property. All right. Well, I think we're going to go deeper on that property when we come back from the next segment. Um, what I'm going to also ask you when we come back is, were you surprised? In fact, I'll ask this a quick question. Were you surprised how open people were to share information at Lifestyles? I was. I was. And now I'm one of those people. I love to give information to people to help them, too. And whenever I have a question, I just go to lots of people and they answer me. Yeah. I'm assuming you did road trips also, right? Between the time that you took the class sure and then you started doing your apartments. Uh, were those eye-opening? I did. Those were eye-opening, and I still do road trips as often as I possibly can because I want to see what other people are doing, and they're more than happy to share. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to take a short break. Our number here is 877-711-5211. If you'd like to ask questions of Pam, get on the phone. We'll pick you up after the break. We'll be right back with Pam Flynn and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. 
The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is coming to Texas Saturday, April 14th. Join thousands of top investors and expert wealth educators. Pick from topics like passive income, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, finding, fixing, and funding houses and apartments. Get your path to retirement in just one day. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to hundreds of industry experts, realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndication and trade professionals. Come shake hands with your retirement partner. Use promo code EXPO18 and get in for just $10. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Walmsley. Use promo code EXPO18 to get your all-access pass for just $10. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Meet featured speaker Brian Tracy, top-selling author of over 70 books, personal success and performance expert, along with Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, best-selling author and former United States Navy SEAL who received the Navy Cross and Purple Heart for his actions during Operation Red Wings. Your path to retirement in just one day. Wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code Expo 18. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is Pam Flynn out of San Antonio. And Pam, we're going to pick it back up here at um, where we left off. You had just talked about uh, going after a 12 unit apartment. Let's come out of the two day. You made a decision that you wanted to do multifamily. How and when did you make the decision you wanted to be a lead investor? Well, there was never any question. I'm kind of a type A. <laughs> so, plus, I, I really like renovation myself. I didn't want to passively invest because I just like to do things. So it well, was tell easy. us about the 12 unit. How did you find it, first of all? Well, actually... It came to me through email. So the club sent out a blast, like they do with a lot of single families, and one of them happened to be this 12 unit. So I did a drive-by. I never thought I'd get it. I did a drive-by, and I tagged it, you know, the process that says, hey, I'm, I'm looking at this property, so people step back and let me have my turn. And then I put an offer in, and the owner declined, and I put another offer in, and I sold it. Okay, and uh, how hard did you find it was to get partners? Had you already accumulated them before you started the project, or you started the project and then accumulated partners? I started the project, and then I accumulated partners, because I, I was still new to all this. But it was it was easy. Either way, I would have got partners with no problem at all. Now, this one, you said you just did two other people involved with you? Yes, yes. Okay, tell us about the project. What did you pay for it, and what have you done with it? Well, I paid $690,000 for it. And at the time, on, on day one, the NOI, the income on its expenses, was uh, $48,000. And it was a cockroach-infested mess inhabited by, like, all the criminals of San Antonio, I think. And the neighbors hated it because... The tenants would go and rob them and, you know, throw trash everywhere. It was a big mess. So upon takeover, several of the apartments immediately became vacant because some of this riffraff just took off. So I renovated the apartments. I got rid of the bugs, and, and I brought in a team who helped me do new flooring, new lighting, new paint, and we just made the place really pretty. And I raised the rents more than $100. 
And I kept doing that again and again and again. And pretty soon, every all of the apartments except for three were renovated, but those three are, are held by really nice long-term tenants. And now the NOI is right around $70,000. So that's quite a bit of an increase there. It's uh, from, let's see, roughly Huge. 50 to 70. That's uh, two-fifths. That's about a 40% increase. About a 40% increase in your NOI. So that had to change the value of the property. Uh, are you still holding this property, or did you decide to sell this one? Well, it's actually for sale right now, and we are looking at doubling our money in just two years' time. Now, is that doubling the value of the property or doubling your investment? Doubling my investment. So okay. my partners and I had $214,000 in, and I know we can get at least double that when we sell it. Excellent. So that's a great first project for you. You got your feet wet okay. with 100% gain. That's the probably the best way to do it is to not lose on the first deal, but do great on the first deal. Gives you confidence. How would we get into the second deal, the 75 unit? Well, I, I knew I wanted to step it up. And just through networking, I met other members who had done the same as I had, but with a much larger property. So they had already done the heavy lifting and all the renovation and got rid of all these nasty people, and it was just a nice, well-run property. So they gave me the opportunity to purchase it, and I did with 21 other partners. Now, uh, was this an assumption? Is that what I read somewhere, there was an assumption of a loan? Yes, it was a loan assumption. Loan assumption. So um, you got... Financing that was it Fannie Mae financing or bank financing? You assumed it was bank financing. Bank financing? No, it was Fannie Mae. All right, Fannie Mae. It was Fannie Mae. All right, so that means you got a good loan, good long-term loan in place. Yeah. Um, what was your your idea at takeover? Uh, were you going to make any changes in this one? Is there still meat on the bone to make some changes on this one to make it worth more? There, there is still meat on the bone. So there were nine unrenovated apartments, so I immediately got to work renovating those apartments. But there's there's a, a second supplemental that hasn't been used yet. So my target is that second supplemental, and I have a year and a half to get the value of the property up so that I can refinance and get that second supplemental and pay back my investors. So my goal is to to get the value of the property up enough so that I can do that and make it worthwhile. Okay. So you've got a year and a half to do that. What's the plan now? You you've did the eight units. Are you doing anything else to increase the value over that next year and a half? I am. We built some storage units, and we built three, and they immediately rented. So I'm in the process now of building eight more. And in addition to that, I put some granite countertops in and made some what we call ultra apartments, and we're renting those out for a premium and uh, parking passes and things like that, and I think we'll make it. So we've given you 28 different ways to increase the income. How about the operating expenses? Do you do anything to control the operating expenses? I am. So... Right now, my biggest operating expense is the operating software. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to be switching programs soon. When I when I took over the property, I just used what the previous owners were using. 
just, just because I wanted a smooth takeover, and now it's time to, to change that path and use another one. So I'll be transferring that, and then the expense to, to change, I'll be decreasing my expenses by quite a lot once I do that. What software are you changing to? I, I was using Affolio, and now I'm going to use Resmin. Okay. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people using Resmin. Seems pretty popular. All right, yeah. so we've worked on the yeah. operating expenses. We're working on the operating expenses. You, you've taken down the cost. Is there anything else on operating expenses you've controlled, tightened up on? Well, it was already a really well-run property, so we're we're just working on on making everything very efficient. So there wasn't a lot I could do. Okay. Well, it looks like that one's pretty well tucked away. What's your plans for the future now? Well, my hands are full right now with this 75 unit because I haven't had it very long, and uh, it definitely has my attention. So I'm investing with other people, and and that's yeah. fun because I don't have to do anything. <laughs> Just give them my money, and later on, they give it back to me. Great. Yeah, that's quite an epiphany, isn't it, for a workaholic that actually you can make money without yes. doing anything? Somebody else can do all the work for you? Yes. I'm looking forward I, to that. I always remember back to the old saying, there's two types of people, those willing to work and those willing to let them. And some of the, some of the hardest moves I've ever seen in entrepreneurialism is to take a person who likes to work, that loves what they do, they associate work with happiness, and say, okay, if you're ever going to have any free time, you're going to have to change that belief and get over here and let somebody else do all the work. That's a tough move, uh, but you've been able to do that. What got you to that point where you could release that, that somebody else could actually do it as well as you did, or at least well enough that you were happy with the results? Well, I just worked really, really hard for a really, really long time, and after a while, you'd mentioned, you know, time to do your laundry and things like that, and there just wasn't any time, and I just needed to change my way of thinking because working wasn't enough. I needed I needed more, so that's the shift that's taking place right now. Very important to have that time back. There's no doubt about it. Let's see yeah, what we've got here for time. definitely. We only got about a minute left, so I don't think I want to dig deeper into another topic. Uh, if you'd like to ask a question here, our number is 877-711-5211. Uh, and while we've got about another minute left, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do a little advertisement here. If you have not already signed up for the Multifamily Masters Tour coming up here on April 13th, you're going to want to go to multifamilymasterstour.com, and you're going to get to see four of these projects that have been turned around uh, in the Houston area. Um, you get lunches included in that, and also a networking party afterwards. And then, of course, we have the expo coming up, which if you want to get to that, it's going to go to wealthandpassiveincome.com and put in the, ex the uh, promo code Dell Expo to get your $20 tickets free. We'll be right back with Pam Flynn and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell will be right back with more life changing principles in just a few minutes. 
What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? A couple of months? A year? How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's lifestylesunlimitedpodcast.com. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me today is Pam Flynn from San Antonio, who owns two apartment complexes and uh, has retired herself. Uh, Pam, let's ask you a question. And uh, it's not polite to ask a lady your age, but uh, we have any idea how, what, uh, age group you'd fall into and uh, then the second question is if that information is not too painful um, the next question would be what does this meant to your lifestyle give us a day in the life of Pam day or week in the life of Pam or a month in the life of Pam what what is your lifestyle like now that you have gotten out of corporate America traveling all over the country oh and I thought also what your story was interesting didn't you lose both jobs the same day is that, am, am I imagining that story out of your resume somewhere? No, you're, you're not imagining it. I am 51 years old, and let's see, day in the life of Pam. Um, well, right now I'm on the radio with you. That never would have happened before. That's pretty cool. Uh, I was an Army reservist and working a, a full-time job. And unfortunately, I had to medically retire from the Army. And with, with the military, you just never know. You know, it could take a year. It could take two months. So you just never know what the date was. But I got my letter on July 21st, and that was the, the very last day of my, my other job. That was the day they let me go due to layoff as well. So I was like, wow, that's like the universe speaking to me right there. It seems <laughs> like it does. I, I mean, that's... 75 that, that's pretty serendipitous right there. I mean, that's quite the, the feat yeah. for everything to come together like that in the same day, at the same week, the same month. Wow. So uh, what's it like now being relatively young compared to me? I'm old, old, old compared to you. What's it like being young and not have to get them go to corporate America anymore? Oh, uh, well, thanks for calling me young. <laughs> but it's, it's really nice. You know, I... I was getting up, having to be on time, having to make sure I pleased my boss, whether I thought he was right or not, you know, to, to do what someone else wanted me to do and follow the path someone else set out. And I don't have to do any of that anymore. I, I work hard but because I want to. I, I, I do everything on my own terms, on my own time. I have responsibilities, but I, I enjoy them. It's meant the world to me. I'm, I'm so happy now. Does the happiness um, include other things like health and fitness and travel and, I don't know, um, uh, dating or, you know, any of the, the stuff that would fill up a life of a retired person? You're only semi-retired, but are you filling those other things into well, your I'm, life now? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, you know, I, I still spend a lot of time on the property because I'm a recovering workaholic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because to some extent I'm, re, I'm repositioning a little bit, 
and I haven't really owned it that long. So, you know, you put a lot of time in on the front end. But I, I really take my health seriously, and I'm starting to spend a lot more time taking better care of myself. I've always been into fitness, and I've been recovering from a injury, so I'm taking proper care of that, and, you know, I do spend more, more and more time doing that now. So it, it's better. I couldn't do it before because I always had to be someplace. And as far as travel, well, I, I traveled quite a lot on my own as a younger person. And then when I joined corporate America, I traveled quite a lot because they told me I had to, and I really learned to hate it. So I'm staying home. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that. Uh, so let's let's hit this topic here. Um, friends, family. Supportive or think you're loco? Well, at first I thought I was nuts. And they thought, you know, pretty soon I'd be living with mom because I screwed all up. And, and then when I started spending my 401k, oh, my God, right? Even my accountant was like, Pam, you're crazy. So now they, they've done a 180, you know, a 360, actually. And they, they think it's pretty cool. And they're totally on board with it. So it's exciting. I've won them over. <laughs> if you were going to speak to someone out there that's considering doing what you did, what would you tell them? Most people say they're going to do it, and they never do. Don't be that person, because pretty soon 10 years will go by, and you can't get those years back ever. Just do it. Excellent suggestion. Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I would like to say that I, I wouldn't retired, I wouldn't be the owner of two multifamilies. I wouldn't have any of that without the support of the club. And it is real. At first, it seems like it might not be real, because how can all that be real? It's so far from what everybody teaches you growing up with the job, the 401k and all that. But it's real, and they helped me tremendously. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here today without Les Dial. We appreciate that. Are you planning to be at the expo? I sure am, and I'm going to be on that bus trip, too. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah, it's, it's never, ever too late to stop learning new ideas and obtaining new ideas and be able to go into other people's properties and see what they've done is always exciting, not to mention the networking, because you're going to go there. I'm assuming you're going to get into the uh, passive and lead networking uh, meeting also, right? Absolutely. So people that are pastors out there would like to meet you. Uh, we'll be able to meet you and uh, get to know you, and you guys can trade information and so on and so forth. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your story with us. And I also hope that as you work through this, you can uh, get that thing lined up enough to where you cut that work load. And I know being a lead investor when you first start is a full-time job. There's no doubt about that. But as you get that under control, you get to be like our uh, you know, older, more mature leads, that you've got systems in place and people in place so you'll be able to get your time back completely, or at least just very, very few hours. Thank you for being on the show. The rest of you out there, remember this. Pam, myself, and the rest of the Lifestyles members, we don't do this for some money. We do it for a lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow.
listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.